This episode of Living Electric is brought to you by Living Electric Merch. So we've got some t-shirts. I'm rocking the LE Bolt logo tee right here. We've also got hats that are embroidered with our logo on there. And we've got some other cool stuff on the store as well. So if you want to support the podcast, go check out our store. It is linked in this episode. And uh, check it out and support the podcast. Thanks so much and hope you enjoy the episode. So Brandon, have yes. you ever been in a situation where you've seen either you you personally or just people you've seen out in public take advantage of something just because it's free? Yes. Specifically <laughs> like baked goods, like if they're like free samples. Oh, that's like, interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like that's probably like the best example, but like yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I've seen examples where like somebody buys something and then they get something free. Just, you know, they just wanted the free thing. So they spent the money oh, on it. Yeah. But mainly baked goods because that's typically where you can find me. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, yeah. Now that Costco's given their free samples again, I definitely see oh, a lot of people, uh, yeah. just trolling through the aisles, not necessarily looking for anything to shop for They're just right. there for the samples. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, believe it or not, I actually don't eat the Costco free samples. Like really? I've just, I've never, I don't know, like that, like I know people go to Costco specifically like after church just to spend hours <laughs> eating to... <laughs> free samples and that just, it, it never intrigued me. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Have you yeah. done that? Like, have you just gone there and just. I have not gone the free... there specifically for the free samples. No, but anytime <laughs> I went like when I was in high school and I like went with my family, then it was like, it was a plus anytime they were giving out free samples. So yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Definitely. But that kind of leads into our topic for today because we're talking about free charging and we've actually got like a great uh, message from one of our listeners. Um, It is Landon. He's at West Teslarado on on Twitter, sent us a message and said, uh, because we reached out after we kind of talked about our charging savings and said, if you have any free charging or like charging savings that you want to share with us, send them to us. So he sent us a screenshot of his Tesla app where it shows his charge stats and uh, they have only spent a dollar on charging <laughs> in the past uh, in the past 31 days and they've charged over 511 kilowatt hours. So that's like over six full like Model 3 batteries. I'm assuming yeah. they have a Model 3 that could have a, a bigger vehicle, but uh, and have only spent a dollar. So... <laughs> which is crazy i mean if i i mean just depending on the average range of like whatever tesla it is that's well over right. a thousand miles for right. a dollar <laughs> yes and yeah 98 of that charging it looks like has been at free public stations because the 98 percent is like other charging and you can set the rate of that other charging so if you maybe charge at work or there's a frequent public charger you go to you can adjust that rate to whatever you're spending there so that is, looks like it's set to zero dollars because it hasn't it hasn't cost them anything, and only two percent has been home charging, and it looks like just for a few hours <laughs> on <laughs> on some random random day in the middle of the month. Um, but I mean, that kind of begs a question, and and I think we've talked about it in that cost of charging episode is like, should charging be free? And uh, and that's what we're discussing today. <laughs> yes, yes, we're gonna have a debate. Even though I feel like we're just gonna end up on the same page, like we right. normally do. <laughs> so we're gonna have a conversation. It might yeah. turn heated, probably not. But 
Yeah, no, I'm, I've been waiting all day to talk about this topic because like, I, I mean, this is just before we dive into it. I think we should probably talk about that article you found how the, uh, I think the North Carolina legislator, legislator. Yeah. Let me pull that up. So I know the, uh, yeah, I got to click through all my uh, menus here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just clean technica, (laughs) right? Clean technica. Um, yeah. So apparently there is a kind of movement in North Carolina to essentially ban free EV charging. So I think the way they're going out about it is basically saying, if you're going to offer free charging for electric vehicles, you've also got to offer free gas for gas vehicles. That's kind of how they're tackling it because you can't like completely outlaw giving things away i don't think because that's generally not an issue i feel like (laughs) so (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah i I I just uh, think it's interesting yeah i definitely think it's interesting too and and this is just my opinion because like as electric vehicles you know advance and like we start seeing more on the road i definitely can see free like free charging disappearing but if it's subsidized with like a marketing uh, plan, like how Volta advertises mm. like on their charging station. So like it's free for like two hours because the sponsor paid for that electricity to make it free for the driver. Yeah, I could definitely see that being the future approach. But if it's like a connected station, like, you know, like a shell recharge station or like a charge point station, I can definitely see where there's going to be a, a fee with that yeah eventually but i think right now i think free will still be around for a while (laughs) yeah yeah well i think the uh i think the thing is and i'm sure you've seen this now is there's become a lot more kind of animosity towards other ev owners now that there are so many of us like Mm -hmm. we're like even just a few years ago it was awesome to see somebody else at a charger like that was a rare sighting it was usually just you at a charger especially if it was just some random one in your town or something um, and there was kind of a camaraderie around that. Like all the EV owners are kind of on the same page. They're excited about their vehicles, want to chat about them, all that stuff. But now it almost feels like we've got this kind of animosity towards each other of like, oh, well, like I should be able to charge here for X, Y, Z. And like, if you've been here for too long, you probably need to get going. Like mm-hmm. now that it's kind of getting crowded, it's a lot more, there's a lot more discussion going on than, yeah. <laughs> than in the past. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, and, and another way to look at it, too, is that, like, as, like, gas prices increase and electricity is another fuel type, like, is it necessarily, like, fair to have free fuel? Like, um, you know, like, it, it. I think, to me, it depends on, like, the um, implementation. Like, if it's, like, at a hotel or, like, say, for example, like, a private employee parking garage, mm-hmm. then I think, yeah, that should be a perk for the employee or, like, you know, the guests of that hotel. But... If it's like out in public and it's like at a business that like a business installed, then maybe there should be a fee. But I just think it all depends on the the situation. Yeah, I think I think anytime there's something that's free, there's gonna people be people that take advantage of it. Like people just plug in because they can. Um, yeah, and I've brought this up on the yeah. podcast before. It's like generally i'm not going to plug in now that i have home charging i'm not going to plug in on a public charger unless there's literally nobody there and i'm trying to like artificially boost the uh like utilization so that they might install more charging (laughs) so yeah Yeah. that's that's really the only time that i would like plug in in public 
but I see it all the time. It's like, um, not to like throw this, this listener under the bus, but like people, if they have the opportunity to go charge for free, they're going to go do it. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's being offered. I don't think anybody's necessarily entitled to that station. Mm -hmm. So if that's available and they want to go plug in, I mean, like what's, there's nothing stopping them. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you might as well. So, you know, the other night, like we purposely ran down the battery on our model three because we went to a friend's apartment in downtown Cleveland that had free level two charging. Mm. And the example you gave where, I mean, like, I feel like maybe this is just like nerds talking where we just want to like provide (laughs) utilization data, but that's exactly why we ran the battery down so we could prove that that charger was being used. Right. And it was installed in a um, residential parking garage. However, it's now made public. So anybody in the area can use it. And what they're doing to um, incentivize using the charger, the parking or the paid to park is free as long as you're charging using that charger. The charger is free. So you kind of like almost get like a win-win situation there, but they don't force you to pay for parking because you're using their charger. So interesting. And I don't know how that's like subsidized, you know, like in both examples, (laughs) because when we were there, there was uh, three Teslas. And when we, when we pulled in one left so we could charge. And then when we left, there was a bolt, a Polestar and then another Tesla just sitting there. Oh my gosh. Wow. Waiting to be plugged in. So like people are clearly like, you know, they're utilizing it. <laughs> I was going to say, why would they, is there a reason they opened it up to the public and not just for like tenants? Uh, so I'm not, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure. Like it's in a great spot for like uh, plugging in, getting dinner, like seeing your mm. friends at like their, you yeah. know, their apartments. So like it's, it's in a prime location. And I think that that's why they opened it. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure because at first it was restricted and then it showed up on charge points, like public uh, map. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing that I think is interesting is like a lot of people install them free at first and like a situation like that, like I'm, I'm guessing, I'm just assuming here that maybe they installed it for their tenants to use, but maybe like one or two people at that complex, like have an EV. So nobody was using it. So they're like, all right, we're just going to open it up to, to everybody now. And now it sounds like it's being hammered with tons of EVs trying to charge. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. I think, like you said, like situation means everything here is like, where is that charger at? Like, is it actually going to be utilized as much? And I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's a concern we, we as kind of early adopters have is those chargers going away. Like, I don't think that concern is as great anymore because most people that are installing chargers are doing it a lot better than they have done it even five years ago. Like there's more support Mm -hmm. in place, I think. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I think that concern is definitely starting to go away, but I think just naturally we're all like, oh, we've got to go use these chargers or else they're going to get rid of them. But I don't know if that concern is quite as as prevalent as it was <laughs> in the past. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I mean, just based on like the experience that I just had, like, I, I don't think it's as prevalent as it is in the past. Like, I mean, like you even experienced it when you were shopping for apartments, right? Where they, they had yeah. level twos installed, nobody used them. So they tore them out of the ground. Right. Yeah. 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 And that was how many years ago? Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. Cause apparently the old complex I was at here in uh, Columbus, they had EV charging like 10 years ago before like anybody had EVs. So no, but nobody used them obviously. So they just tore them out of the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that, I don't know if that was because they were a part of some pilot program or something. Um, but yeah, they ended up getting rid of them and I'm like, Oh, mm. well that's interesting. Like it would have been yeah. nice to have those. <laughs> right. Seriously. So, yeah. 
Yeah. But I think we're kind of past that point where people are in the, a lot of people are in the like full development phase now, not the pilot phase where they're like mm-hmm. just figuring things out and seeing the lay of the land, seeing how many people are going to use them. Like, yeah. I see all the time in Columbus now, it's like new apartments going up and they install 10 EV chargers if it, they've got like a ton of units in there and it's great. So we definitely need more of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of like um, a, a benefit for, you know, like multi-dwelling, like housing and like, you know, for employees, like my my um, my first job out of college at the Cleveland Clinic, they had uh, 10 chargers in the in their brand new parking garage. Nice. And what was weird is that they were non-network, but you had to tap your credit card in order to activate it. But it was free. It was like, I, I don't know. I can't remember what kind of chargers they were. They were like maybe BTC power. I think they were. Um, Interesting, but hmm. they weren't connected to an app, um, so they were free. There, you know, is a free benefit. And over the year that I was there, I was the first plug-in, and then eventually all the all the spots started filling up. Um, cool. But it was it was totally free. So like, if I still worked there, I could have just you know fueled up while I was at work for free. You yeah. know, so like, I think if you have that situation, you should definitely take advantage of it while you can, yeah. because. I have a feeling that like a bunch of these chargers that are connected to a network and like have the ability to like, or for somebody to edit the pricing. I, I just think that it's going to, the subsidized pricing and whatever, you know, is occurring with those free chargers. It's not going to last. I just right. don't see it being a permanent thing unless yeah. it's like a totally off network, like Clipper Creek charger <laughs> where you can't even yeah. change the, you know, anything with it. Right. But Yeah. Now, was that uh, that parking garage, was that locked? Like, could you only get in there if you were an employee? Correct. Yeah, you okay. had to have a gotcha. badge. Yeah. yeah. And in that yeah. situation, I think it makes sense because it is like it's be- behind the fence, if you will. So it's it's easier to make it free and limit access to it, like physical mm-hmm. access. You can't get in there unless you work there. So I think having any kind of access control for free charging is definitely a plus. Um it's interesting because my old employer, it's just like a big open flat lot. And we have, I think, 20 some level twos just in the open parking lot. And like I could drive over there right now and just go plug in and it's non-networked. It'll just start charging. But you wow. kind of run into that issue of like, are you going to have random people showing up because they know it's a free charger? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Taking advantage uh, of that. Right. And, and tons of employees take advantage of it. That's initially why I bought my car is because my, my employer had free charging. So, I mean, that was, I was spending 200 bucks a month on gas. So that was a pretty big incentive to switch to an EV if oh, I could save, sure. if I could save that much. And, uh, and that helped a ton cause I'd plug in there during the week and I'd have enough to last the weekend, plug in again on Monday and I'd be good. So I think yeah. in those situations for sure, like workplace charging, um, any kind of place where it's kind of like controlled access, um, it's kind of pseudo public, if you will, like makes complete sense to make it public, make it free and in public. Um, it becomes an issue though, when it is like truly out in the open, like you're saying in downtown, like Cleveland, (laughs) like just having like a a well-positioned public charter that's free. Like I could definitely see people taking advantage of that when they could, uh, especially if they're spending like money at home to charge their car. <laughs> so, yo, no, totally. Yeah. That that's where like if it wasn't so cheap to like charge at home, I you know, like I would easily like find like some free charging around us, just leave the car there for a little bit and like take advantage of that. Yeah. But as we as we talked about it, you know, in like a previous episode, like 
I leave the public chargers open for people who need them. Right. You know, unless like I'm traveling like to visit you in Columbus or like further than that, then yeah, I'll utilize a public charger. But yeah. I'm not going to block one when somebody could absolutely use it. Right. Right. Yeah. So I do have a question for you. Um, because like, I feel like you always ask me questions, so I'm going to put you, <laughs> put you in your Go place. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so when it, when it comes to new electric vehicles, specifically like the ID4, the Hyundai Ionic 5 that offer like complimentary charging at like Electrify America stations, um, I saw Brandon Flash on Twitter. I actually believe his Twitter handle is at Brandon Flash if you guys want to follow him. Oh, um, he posted a full charging station. It was all ID4s. And somebody responded with, when do you think Volkswagen's going to, or when do you think they're going to stop offering complimentary charging to stop this from happening? And mm. I want to know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, you know, that that's interesting because, I mean, Tesla did the same thing with their early Model S's and even Model 3's for a little bit. Like, there's some Model 3's out there with free supercharging for life. That's not mm-hmm. a three-year term. It's for life. Um, and I've actually run into that with, uh, with a Model S owner, actually. Um, I think I've told this story before, but like one of my first times supercharging, um, I was going, stopping at the Dayton supercharger and only four of them were open. So the, uh, uh, four of them were down because there was a power outage. And I think four of them like didn't kick back up when the power came back on and, I went to try to plug in and there was four Teslas plugged in and then four spots empty where the charges weren't working. And one of them was, I asked like the owner, I said, do you know what's going on? And he's like, yeah, we've a ton of people have come up and tried to plug in and, uh, and they're, they're out right now. And, uh, and he's like, um, yeah, I don't even really need to charge right now. I just got free charging. So I'm here plugging in my, my model S like I'm just headed home for the day. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm trying to drive like two more hours after this. So I kind of need to plug yeah. in. Um, yeah. so yeah, just like, I think just kind of being considerate in that situation. It's, it's so tough though. Cause like, it's something that Volkswagen offered, like Electrify America's in on it. Volkswagen is in on it. Like they, they want you to utilize their chargers and it's an incentive to buy buy the vehicle. So I don't know. There's no way to like nice way to say like, don't use the free charging. (laughs) But I, (laughs) but I think that is, that is going to start to go away as people realize that like, yes, like charging is out there. Like we don't need to walk you through the whole process. It's easiest to charge at home anyway. Like trying to mimic the gas station charging experience is just not going to work with EVs. Nobody's going to want to go to a fast charger once a week. Like (laughs) I just, I just personally (laughs) don't think it's going to work out that way. Once you realize how, how easy home charging is. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't like it generally. Like I, I like it maybe for a limited term and I'm glad they did do that. At least I'll say that I'm glad yeah. they live. They limited it to three years. Cause if it were, if it were full time, like Tesla did with their early vehicles, like you see how full superchargers are getting now. Imagine if everybody had free charging, like there's no way that'd be sustainable. So no, <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> and is Volkswagen still offering that with new vehicles? Like if you buy an ID four today, do you get three years of free charging? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Hyundai's still offering that with, uh, I believe it's uh, two years of unlimited 30 minute sessions. Okay. With, so uh, it is limited the, to 30 minutes, but still, yeah. like, you're probably going to charge up enough in that time. So, yeah. 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 I don't know. It's so tough because, yeah. like, that would be an incentive for me to buy a vehicle. So I understand the business case. But then, like, as a 
EV fellow EV driver, if I'm pulling up to a station and a bunch of people just plugged in because they can, like <laughs> I'd yeah. be a little be a little bit upset. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like I definitely see it as like an incentive for purchasing the vehicle. Mm-hmm. But like I I this is going to sound weird, and I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with me on this. When we were <laughs> when we were car shopping, we were specifically looking at the Ionic Five over the EV6 because you get the two years of unlimited thirty minute sessions. Mm. With where the EV6, you only get a thousand kilowatt hours um, at okay. EA stations. Where, like for example, like if you got a Mach E, it was only two hundred and fifty kilowatt hours. So like it's it's mm. not a lot. Like it's not. Yeah. I think maybe less than ten charges. You know, just just throwing out throwing out rough numbers yeah but um but that's why we were looking at the ionic 5 because at the time we were going to move you know to portland so like we could travel across across the country for free but at the same time like the more i think about it people will probably take advantage of the free charging to save money which then blocks a charger so like i i definitely think that there needs to be some type of um regulation and like limitation there because mm-hmm. we're already starting to see new evs that don't even come with that like uh the yeah. f-150 lightning doesn't even come with the 250 kilowatt hours that the mm-hmm. mach-e had right so um which i think is only fair you know like yeah. you get a free tank of gas from when you buy a <laughs> gas car right like yeah yeah so i mean it, i feel like it just definitely depends on the the scenario but i i guess for me like i I like free things, but at the same time too, like I feel like I'm taking advantage of whatever the uh, like the scenario is. Yeah. Um, and like that's where like I think it's really cool. Like um, some places will install like Clipper Creek chargers, and they'll have like a donation box, so like you can donate money for the mm-hmm. cost of your charge that gets either put towards the business, the cost of electricity, or like a charity. So like gotcha. I think that's pretty cool, but unless yeah. it's sponsored, you know, then I'll yeah. take advantage of it. But <laughs> it's. Um, yeah, the, the fast charging is interesting too. Cause I just realized like I essentially have free supercharging because of yeah. all my referral miles. And I was trying to think like, do I stop at a supercharger just because I can and like really no, like, <laughs> like if we go shopping at the grocery store, there's a supercharger in that lot. Like I generally don't plug in there unless I really need to. So mm-hmm. even though I have free charging, that's not necessarily influencing my decision but also i don't pay for charging at home either because yeah. <laughs> yeah. my garage isn't metered so that's kind of weird too um <laughs> so i wonder if i would think about it differently if i didn't have that free free supercharging but yeah. yeah it's interesting i will i will ask you this have you ever gone like or have you ever gone out of your way to go plug in a free charger if you had the opportunity like if you're traveling somewhere and like there's a charger that costs 10 cents a kilowatt hour here but there's a free one like a couple streets down oh, like have you gone yeah. out of your way um yeah i so not recently so <laughs> i i just want to i just want to throw this out there when i was a college student and i had my volt obviously i don't i didn't have like the income that i do now so like i would take <laughs> advantage of free chargers <laughs> yeah. you know to save some money but um the best example that I would think of is back then when I was a student, um, I, instead of like, um, paying for like the chargers and like the closer, like, um, the lots closer to the buildings that I'd be in, I would literally park two miles off campus at a free charger and then walk to campus, Gotcha. go to class okay. and then walk back to my car. And, um, yeah. that's probably why I was like, you know, 50 pounds lighter in college, but, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, it was a great scenario because I could drive to campus, plug yeah. in, get a free charge, then drive home and take advantage of my parents' electricity and you know you charge at their house. But um, yeah, I would say that's probably the best situation. That's a, yeah, that's a that. good ex- good example though. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I'm trying to think if I have or not. Generally, I will like go out of my way just to find a plug in the first place. Like I can think <laughs> of a couple examples offhand where like because I've driven around rural Ohio, like I feel like more than anybody in an EV. Because um, yeah. <laughs> like Mallory's family is from rural Ohio, so we were out there a decent amount and traveling around. And I remember we went to a track meet and there was a charger like a solid like three quarters of a mile away from the track but like i kind of needed to plug in so that we could get home so so i i parked parked there plugged in walked like the three quarters of a mile to to the track me it was like a 20 minute walk (laughs) to the track (laughs) had my car plugged in the whole time we were at the track meet and then when it was over we we went and grabbed the car and drove home so um that's an example and then like in like the downtown and the part of town i live in there's a there used to be only like one charger close to town so i would usually plug in there if we had friends in town um while we walked around everywhere but it was like i don't know three or maybe a quarter mile outside of town so you had to walk before you got to kind of the main street area um so i would plug in there and luckily they've now installed i think six total like level two chargers in town like in the main oh, public nice. lot so so i just plug nice. in there now it's great so yeah. that's uh those are a couple examples of doing that i mean like my my thing is is that like and, and it kind of goes back to like volta's business practices where they mm. have like non non-intrusive marketing like on their chargers so like i actually i love what volta's doing like i love that they're installing like 50 kilowatt fast chargers that are free for 30 minutes and they're literally just this massive like screen yeah. and they just show <laughs> advertisement. And like, sometimes it's just at their own advertisements mm. and it's free for the driver for, you know, fast charging is only 30 minutes and level two charging is uh, two hours, mm. but it's all subsidized by advertisement. So like, I feel like eventually, like if we could get to that point, because like you already see it at gas pumps, you know, when you're pumping gas and you just hear this annoying, like bias lurpy and you know, oh, like yeah. this, I like where they, yeah. oh, it's so <laughs> it's annoying the where they just like scream at you. And it's like, I just want to <laughs> just leave me alone. Like, I just, I don't care about your point system. Just leave me right. alone. Um, but like, if it was like some non-intrusive marketing, I think that that would be brilliant to have yeah. some way to subsidize it. I, yeah, I like that. Have you, like, on TikTok, have you seen those TikToks of, like, the free water people give out and, like, the aluminum cans? Have you seen those videos? No, I don't think I have. I don't know if they're ads that pop up on TikTok or, like, um, actual videos of their, like, from their TikTok account, but um, they hand out waters to people. They're in aluminum bottles, so they're fully recyclable, like, even more so than plastic bottles. And they're just wrapped in ads all the way around and they just hand them out for free at events and, and they give the little oh. spiel. They're like, it's aluminum. So please recycle it after you're done drinking it. It's fully, um, it's fully paid for by ads. So it's completely free water and oh, they just give it out awesome. at events and stuff for where it's hot out and, and people are walking around and need water. So I think situations like that also make me want to buy from a brand more than anything. Like if you've done a little thing for me, that is nice. Like I want to also then support you as well. So I think Volta's kind of got that figured out. Whereas like 
if somebody pays for like the first half of my charging session while I'm shopping somewhere and I see somebody's ad on there that's helped support that, I'm probably going to check out their thing as kind of a thank you. So, <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I absolutely agree with you. Like I was actually just talking to Tyler about that last night um, after we, you know, finished our conversation with Andre from Indy and like, you know, I'm wearing land right now. Like when you feel like those, like, almost like that like um, emotional connection and like you learn their stories and like you learn more about like what these companies are doing to progress things. And, you know, like if it's like an advertisement for solar panels or something like that, you feel more inclined to want to be their customer because that you, you feel that connection. And um, that's what I like about Volta, you know, like it's not, they're not the fastest chargers out there, but they're expanding rapidly. You know, they just signed on with like Walgreens. They're going to be installing fast chargers at like, I think almost 800 Walgreens across the country. Oh my gosh. Wow. And I mean, as of right now, it's all subsidized because of those marketing or, you know, the advertisements. So, but I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, well to get somebody from Volta on. That would be an interesting conversation. Kind of hear about their, their company. Um, yeah, I remember what I was going to say earlier. Um, it would be nice if there were a way to, and I'm sure there's a way to do this in software. Um, like the electrify America example we talked about earlier, where if the charging location is like close to full, if you will, like if it's 75% full and there's only like two spots left, yeah. then no free charging at all. So if somebody is coming oh. up and yeah. has their free charging they're not going to waste that last not waste but they're gonna they're not gonna take up that last spot that somebody that is running close to zero on a road trip needs to plug in <laughs> so yeah. you don't have somebody like yeah. taking that spot um i think that's a good way to go about it and also like when i don't know if you've been to like a high usage supercharger and you've gotten that alert in your car where it says we've limited your battery to 80%. If you need mm-hmm. to expand beyond that, like adjust your charge limit, but like please be cognizant of everybody else that's trying to plug in. Like this is a high usage station right now. So yeah. they yeah. automatically adjust that stuff. And that like I don't think EA can do that with everybody else's car. So <laughs> so that's uh that can't really be fixed. But I think kind of having that limit of like, all right, if the station's close to full, like nobody else is getting free charging till it opens up mm-hmm. a little more. Then you don't have people taking advantage of that and kind of wasting those last resources. <laughs> I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's very similar to that, like grace period. Like when your vehicle mm. charges, you have like that 10 minute window or where, you know, it finishes charges and you have that 10 minute window where you have to get your car or they start like, you know, finding you or they like right. cost you or charge. <laughs> I think what would be really interesting is that, like, EA specifically, you know, they have, like, the premium um, pack, like, plans where you can get, like, a discounted rate. What I think they should really start doing is when you buy, like, an Ionic 5, they should have, like, some type of Ionic 5 plan where it's, like, 12 cents Mm. a kilowatt hour instead of 32 or 34 cents a kilowatt hour. Where it's not completely free, but you get some kind of perk. Yes, yeah. yeah, some some type of perk, you know, that that way, like you can still utilize a more, you know, like affordable rate, mm-hmm. but it's not free. Like, I almost yeah. feel like that's where it's going <laughs> to get to some point until they can figure out where, you know, like your example, where they they limit, you know, the the car that can charge there if they have that free plan. Like, I think right. that that would just be the best approach. Yeah, this is almost like a psychology type thing. I'm curious if there's any studies out there showing like if people buy like are more inclined to buy something that they don't need for like 
a very low price or free. Like I almost guarantee you, like most people are going to take that thing they don't need just because it's free and they can yeah. have it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I know I'm like guilty yeah. of that. I feel like anytime we go to like a trade show or like a festival or anything, I want to get as much like free swag that people are handing up as as possible. Yeah. And it's like, and then I get home and I'm like, I don't need any of this. Like, why did I grab yeah. all this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I know, I know. I don't know what about. Because- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to, I don't know what about human nature, like makes us want to collect all this stuff, but I, <laughs> it's just, I, you know, I, I, I think it's, I mean, this is going to sound terrible and I'm not going to like, you know, throw everybody on this planet into a group, but like, I feel like it is like almost like a little bit of greed. Like, I feel like it is like human nature, you know, to want free. And especially as things are so expensive nowadays and like mm. things like pricing is increasing almost everywhere, right. you know, to have the ability to have something free still, obviously that's very, really intriguing, mm-hmm. but that to circle back to what I said at the beginning, where like, if you have like a free reward for buying something, I'm mm-hmm. so guilty of that. Like, yeah. um, like, especially video games where like you, you pay for <laughs> like the, the premium one and then you get like yeah. a little like trinket. And then yeah. you lose the trinket and you spent like a 30 extra dollars, you know, for this like little plastic trinket. And then, yeah, you, you know, don't even use it. So, yeah, <laughs> but I'm guilty of that. That's the free things that I've strived for where it costs me more to get the free thing. So. Right. <laughs> That's funny. But so verdict yeah. here, like, I guess, do we do we think there should be free charging? Like, I think we both agree that this North Carolina law is kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't think free charging should be completely banned. Like, I think that's ridiculous. I think it's just about implementing it the right way, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think it should be like illegal. Like, and yeah. I definitely don't think we're to the point in this industry where we should have regulation like that <laughs> yeah. and like that type of control. Yeah. But like, I definitely... I, I think it should be limited and it should be based on the implementation. Like definitely. if it's definitely. a Clipper Creek at a hotel should be free because you're yeah. paying for the nightly <laughs> costs of that hotel right. room. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think the, to kind of sum up, I think controlling access is huge for free chargers, especially at a hotel, at a business. Like if there's some way to like authenticate that somebody's actually staying in the hotel, that is good. Or like authenticate that you're actually an employee. Like that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also having like idle fees on top of that as well. So if it's, it is a completely open free to the free to the public charger, having an idle fee on there so somebody isn't plugged in not charging their car i don't think we even even dove into that of like people oh. plugged in and not charging but it's free so like what can you do yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah i i definitely in that example um i don't know <laughs> i just yeah i feel like nice. i feel like at that yeah you said be nice <laughs> Yes, be nice, be respectful. It just goes back to it. Like, if you don't need to use the charger, just don't use it. Like, you know, somebody out there could use it and just be respectful. But um, I was just going to say, you mentioned uh, finding, like, ways to prove that, like, you're either a hotel guest or, like, an employee. There are chargers that hotels are installing that you tap your your, uh, room key card on, and that's how you activate it. Yeah, I've seen seen through my research um, some hotels are installing those. That's really smart. Yeah, that's definitely the way to go about it, honestly. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> that's really smart. Oh, I would love to know what everybody else thinks about this. You know, we'll definitely include the Clean Technica article in the description in the show notes. Yeah. Because um, I, I think that this could be a really good conversation. You know, let us know your thoughts and we could definitely talk more about them in the next episode. 
Definitely. Yeah, this is I think this is going to become a more heated topic as like we said at the kind of the beginning as EV adoption speeds up too, because we're still kind of in the early adopter phase, but we're getting towards the is it like first movers after that? I can't remember what's after early adopters. (laughs) There's like stages (laughs) to there's like stages to like product adoption, but I think we're kind of in that first segment of like ramping up to like it becoming a big thing. So we're as EV owners and just the EV community, we're figuring a lot of stuff out. So it'll be interesting to see see how everything plays out and where we kind of land on free oh, charging. Sure. But I think yeah. there's solutions for everything, though. So that's, that's exactly. Yeah. Well, I think next episode we should talk price gouging. I think that should be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good foil to this episode for sure. Is yes. super high price charging because we've seen some interesting stuff. I'm sure you have. Yes, too. we have. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, should we give another shout out for the merch store? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Um, okay. Do you want me to do that? <laughs> yeah. I recorded okay. one earlier, so you got to do it. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, so just a friendly reminder, we now officially have Living Electric merchandise available on Alex's e-commerce site. What's the URL? It's sibs-shop.com. We'll have a link down in the episode show notes as well. So we've got the the hat here I'm showing. That's all embroidered yep. real nice. And I'm rocking the, I think it's called the LE Bolt logo tee with our little kind of logo on it. So really nice uh, shirts too. I don't think I mentioned in the ad read. They're 100% organic cotton. So that's like one of the most sustainable materials you can make fabric out of. Um, and... It is like this eco-conscious tea. So a hundred or not a hundred percent, one percent of of profits go towards um, towards uh, nonprofits that are working to do environmental work. So um, yeah, it's it's supporting a good cause too. Yes, yes. <laughs> not just us, but also just other nonprofit work. So yep. And if you want to donate as well, there is a little donate section that helps Alex's YouTube channel, as well as if you want to donate to Living Electric, helps us produce more content. And um, we can uh, talk more uh, free charging. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and we'll send this... you a little... Good. Sorry. I was going to say, and bring this podcast for free. So... Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's never, it's exactly. not going behind a paywall. <laughs> nope. Yep. And if you, if you guys do end up buying something, we'll send you guys a personal thank you uh, video as well. So, yes. which is mainly just me on a screen and Alex holding his phone up. So, it's <laughs> great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, definitely check out the merch and we really appreciate the support of Living Electric. Yep. We'll talk to you in the next episode.